0: Hey, what's up everybody? Today we're going to talk about something that's really important to me and millions of other people, and that's mental health um, and the stigma that surrounds it. Uh, Unfortunately, as much as society is trying to eradicate that stigma, it still exists, and people are still uh, almost ashamed and uncomfortable to talk about mental health um, because of all the misconceptions that surround it. And it's just, it's something that needs to be changed because it is such an imperative part of your overall health that it needs to be paid more attention to. And unfortunately, as I said, there's not enough attention and energy that is actually spent on both, first of all, improving it and and even understanding it in the first place. You know, and, and it's just, it's something that, Needs to be changed. It's something that needs to be worked on, and oh, again, because of the stigma, a lot of people aren't willing or comfortable to talk about it. And, and you know, this the thing that I you know kind of find interesting too is like if you're experiencing heart problems, I heard this somewhere. If you're experiencing heart problems, you tell everybody, "Hey, I've been, I've been feeling this. I've been feeling like that." They tell you, "Oh, you go to a cardiologist and go to a cardiologist. No problem. Nobody thinks anything of it." But The most complicated organ in your body, the brain, whenever you're experiencing issues with that, right? Anxiety, depression, things like that. And all of a sudden, you know, it becomes uncomfortable. All of a sudden, people kind of start to shy away from or start to pull away when you ever bring that up in conversation. So it's something that needs to be normalized. That's what needs to be normalized. Anxiety needs to be normalized. Depression needs to be normalized. And I'm not saying that these things should be. I'm not saying they they should be welcomed as an oh I'm depressed I'm depressed no big deal. I meant that it that you shouldn't have to be ashamed. There should be it should be something that can be a part of a normal conversation. Just like if your heart's bothering you, you go to a cardiologist, and if your foot's bothering you, you know you go to a podiatrist. But you know again when you're experiencing problems in your mind and you're experiencing problems with you know essentially your brain. Nobody wants to talk about that, right? And, you know, it's got to be switched. You got to be, able, and one way you know to break that stigma is basically by just talking about it, and that's what it is. It's not shying away from it. If you're experiencing a problem, bringing it up, because what that does is it even it both consciously and subconsciously allows the person that you're talking to to open up as well. Because if they're more, if the person who you're talking to sees that you're comfortable talking about it, they're going to be more inclined to open up with whatever experiences they're having in their mind and experiences they're having, you know, that's going on in in, in their brain, the thoughts and the feelings that they're experiencing. Whether they're positive or negative, you know, it, it, it just, it opens up that doorway to communication to be able to do that. So that's the way to erase the stigma is through communication. It's through talking about what is going on in your mind what is going on what is it that you're feeling again these these things when left unchecked yeah they they can alter everything right when when you leave your mental health unchecked it will affect every asset and aspect of your life right to how you interact with people, to how you see the world, to how you see the other people, to your relationships, if you leave it unchecked. And it's something that's so important because, people, again, as I said, growing up uh, in the era that we did, again, mental health is just now starting to become a little bit more comfortable to talk about. Not nearly where it should be, but it's definitely getting to the point where, okay, more people are starting to come out about it, again, um, um technology and social media has definitely made that easier because they have definitely created these safe spaces where you can kind of go and discuss whatever it is that you need to discuss about what's going on in your mind, what's going on in your thoughts and so on and so forth. So that's great. Uh, But in order to fully eradicate that stigma what needs to be done is again you just need to talk about it more if you're feeling any particular way especially a very strong emotion such as sadness such as frustration such as anxiety and especially if you're feeling feeling it on a consistent basis and when you check in with yourself you know that there's something something's off i'm not Feeling as high as I could possibly be feeling and I'm feeling more of these consistent, you know, lower lower moods, lower feelings than I feel that I should be, which is completely okay. It's again it's just like you're you gotta be able to check in with yourself and you've gotta be able to have enough self-awareness to know when you're not feeling the way that you should be feeling mentally and emotionally, a majority of the time. Now I'm not saying by any means that you're supposed to experience happiness a majority of time, because to be honest, you won't. And you figure that out when you get older. And the older that you get, you figure out the harder it is to essentially hold on to happiness. But you see now there's the issue, is holding on to happiness you're not supposed to hold on to anything you try to hold on to too tightly is going to flee even faster. And see, so that's the thing. It's about accepting the thoughts and the feelings that you are experiencing and communicating them both to yourself internally and to others externally. It is very important that you do both. You communicate with yourself enough to know what you're feeling and what you're thinking and to be able to catch yourself and to see what am I going down? Am I, am Am I going down any rabbit holes right now? Am I getting caught up in too much dialogue? You know, and being able to really bring that a sense of awareness both to the communication that you have with yourself and to others. So that way you know it starts first of all with yourself. First of all, you have to be able to internalize anything that you feel but internalize and analyze anything that you feel is bringing you a strong sensation now not too much but you really want to just again check in with yourself and be aware enough and okay what is it that I'm feeling how intense am I feeling it and what do I think might be the cause of it so to be able to use that awareness to be able to improve what it is that you're thinking about and to be able to improve what it is that you're feeling so you so you know if I know this is what I'm if this is what I'm feeling right now and allowing yourself to feel that so again going back to what i said before you have to allow yourself to feel it is so cliche and basic and it almost sounds like it won't work but when you allow yourself to feel whatever emotion that you're feeling it makes it a lot easier for that emotion to pass and that's the key point here it is not by any means to control your thoughts or to control your feelings. That was a huge misconception growing up is that I was taught, I'm sure and a lot of other people were as well can relate to this, that thinking positively alone will be able to help you. Oh, no, just think positive. Oh, you don't want to think like that. That is very, very counterproductive advice and I suggest you avoid it. I'm not saying that positive thinking does not play a role in being able to improve your mood and to be able to improve your perspective. Perspective on life that is not what I'm saying I'm saying that is not all that needs to be done you need to welcome both the positive and the negative and it starts with as I said being self-aware and 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 literally just feeling and understanding what it is that you're feeling but two is not looking at feelings as good or bad that is something that is super important they they, they touched upon this in in a, a book called emotional intelligence 2.0 phenomenal book very very well-written, clear-cut, and one of the strategies to self-awareness is not treating your feelings as they are good or they are bad. Feelings can be treated as either comfortable or uncomfortable or pleasant or unpleasant, but there is no feelings that are inherently bad or inherently good, and that's one of the things that you have to remind yourself. Whenever you're experiencing a particular uncomfortable or unpleasant emotion, sadness, anger, anxiety, fear, you have to allow yourself to feel it because a majority of people would whenever they're experiencing these overwhelming and strong emotions i would i would think especially ones who who have a hard time managing it try to push it out like this is something that i shouldn't be feeling there's a first mistake there is no feelings that you should or shouldn't be feeling whatever it is that you are feeling in the moment is completely legitimate okay and it is completely something that you are allowed to feel wherever it is that you're allowed to feel especially sometimes The feeling of guilt seems to uh, attach itself to a lot of unpleasant feelings. An example would be if you are out with your family, say at Disneyland, for example, and you're getting caught up in your thoughts and you're getting caught up in this dialogue. Maybe it's about something somebody said at work. Maybe it's something about your career, something about a judgment somebody made on you. And what this does is then this generates feelings of unpleasant emotions, maybe of judgment, uh, maybe of sadness, maybe of low low self-esteem. You know, your your mind kind of gets caught up in this in this concept, and then you start to feel guilty because you're in this wonderful place like Disneyland, and you're caught up in all of these feelings and thoughts. But see, that's where that's where you have to use that self awareness and to allow yourself to feel however it is <clears throat> that you wanted that you're feeling in that moment. Feelings and thoughts do not stop because you're at Disneyland. Feelings and thoughts don't stop because you're at work. They don't stop because you're having a good conversation with somebody. They don't stop if you're watching a movie, right? So you have to allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you're feeling and allow whatever thoughts to show up to show up. What a, a, another giant misconception is, is that we have very, very little control over our emotions and thoughts than society has led us to believe. Okay. It is not that we have no control. Do we just have a lot less control than we are led to believe. And that's completely okay because once you realize that you you stop harping on the fact that I should be feeling this way or shouldn't be feeling this way. Right? So as I said, so you're feeling you're feeling you're getting caught up in this dialogue, you're getting caught up in this low self-esteem at Disneyland, then you feel guilty because you're in this beautiful wonderful place like Disneyland with your, you know, with your family or your friends. And how am I feeling negative right now? Well, again, they don't take a break. So you allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you're feeling, okay, I'm feeling right now low self-esteem because I'm getting caught up in the dialogue of something somebody said at work, and you let it come and you let it pass. Okay, that's the key, is allowing yourself to feel the way that you feel, and do not try to push it out. Again, our thoughts and our feelings are something that we have little control over. And so the point, When these feelings and when these thoughts come up, and they will, okay, the key here is you do not engage with them. That is the biggest thing, you do not expand on them. So when you get a thought of something, maybe a a thought that that pertains to low self-esteem or you have a thought that pertains to something that happened at work or something that a friend said or something, anything in your life that brings you any form of distress, you allow that thought and that feeling that accompanied it to be there and then you allow it to pass. You don't have to engage with it and you don't have to expand on it. Okay, they're kind of like that. They're 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 kind of like the um, um, titles of articles. They're clickbait, so to speak, right? So the title comes up. Oh, so and so said this at work about me, right? That that thought comes up. So, but it's that is that is a, a unconscious. Process. Okay, that when that thought comes up, that is something that is uh, those unbidden thoughts are something that you have zero control over. I'm going to say that one more time. Those initial thoughts you have zero control over. What you do have control over is this second level of thinking, this second cognitive process that that takes place is whether or not you want to engage with that thought or whether or not you want to expand on that thought. That's where a lot of people get caught up. Once that thought comes into their mind, there's this automated process that takes, this automated cognitive process that takes place that that causes that person to continue down that rabbit hole and continue to uh, uh, expand on whatever it is that negative thought is bringing. So that's the key here. So it's, again, self-awareness and allowing yourself to feel whatever it is that you're feeling And whatever thoughts show up in your mind, again, you have control. You do not have control over that first process of whether or not those thoughts and those feelings come up. You have zero control over that. That is not your fault. That is just built into the way that the brain was built. That's just the way that the the brain, that's the way the brain is. Okay, these, these thoughts and these feelings are going to come up unbiddingly. Okay? But you have that control. You have that choice on whether or not you want to expand on that thought and whether or not you want to consciously take whatever it is showed up in your mind, whatever thought, whatever feeling showed up in your mind, and expand on it. That's very key is reminding yourself of that because it's so easy to get caught up and it's so easy to take these stories and expand on the dialogue. It's so easy to, to hit that clickbait and continue reading the article about whatever it is. Again, the, it could be the article, again, as I said, what somebody said at work, right, or something that you failed on, right? So those thoughts and those feelings are going to come. So so being self-aware enough to know that these thoughts and these feelings are going to show up and a majority of that is not under my control. And then using that awareness to say, okay, what is it that I'm feeling right now? How intense is it that I'm feeling right now? Allow yourself to feel whatever it is. Let that emotion visit you, because that's what emotions are, they're visitors. They come and they go, perspectives change, emotions change, thoughts change. Whether you like it or not, (laughs) they're gonna change. And so you allow them to show up, but then you can choose whether or not you wanna engage with it, right? So that's the key here. So being able to realize that and being able to, uh, as I said, uh, um, choose whether or not you want to consciously expand on the thought and the feeling that you're experiencing is something that's up to you. So to circle back now is to, to, to the stigma on mental health that's another key part of it is understanding mental health and understanding what goes on in your mind and what goes on in your heart what you think and what you feel having that understanding and having more empathy and patience with yourself that's also something that's key to you really have to cultivate that relationship with yourself being more empathetic Towards yourself and treating yourself, this was something that really changed my perspective on thinking. Had a very, very significant paradigm shift when I had read this quote: "Is that you treat yourself like you would a little kid?" Now, for me, what I think of is I would try to treat myself like I would my son or my daughter. If my son or daughter came to me and was telling me, "Dad, I'm feeling feelings of low self-esteem. I've been feeling really low lately," right? You're not going to beat. You're not going to. You're not going to chastise your son or your daughter for feeling like that, right? So why in the world would you? do that to yourself right well, why in the world if you wouldn't say something like that to your son or to your daughter or to a friend why in the world would you treat yourself worse right in order to be able to have a successful and and effective and close intimate relationships with others it all starts with yourself you have to be at your best self in order to give others your best self right it sounds so cliche but it's so true when you really cultivate that relationship with yourself when you understand a majority of everything that you do in your life starts with the mental health starts with the mind starts with the heart you start taking more care of yourself you start realizing that I have to be at my best in order to give my best and that comes with happiness it is never ever a selfish move to be able to take care of your mental health ever ever and unfortunately, what I see a lot in today's days, especially a lot of people of my parents' generation, particularly even my parents, is that they have kind of grown up with this idea that it comes from a place of selfishness. But it's not. It's actually a place of ultimate selflessness. Because when you are able to take care of yourself mentally and emotionally, you can give more to others. Like, I care enough about myself that I'm going to take care of myself and try to understand myself and cultivate the relationship with myself even more effectively and efficiently than I haven't been so that way I can give more to my mom, to give more to my dad, to give more to my girlfriend, to my boyfriend, to my husband, to my wife, right? And having that understanding and having that 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 enough patience and, and empathy and, and awareness with yourself to know that it all starts with yourself you can i gotta say it one more time please never ever feel guilty about taking care of yourself or taking days or taking time away from others so you can work on yourself even if it's just to be able to mentally recharge yes those that is real mental recharge days is real you need to be able to take it you need to be able to uh, to realize that it, it your mental and emotional health connects to everything you do in your life, both consciously and subconsciously. And that starts with erasing the stigma, by communicating about it, by using your enough self-awareness to understand why it is you're feeling what you're feeling and what you're thinking and how you're th- and why you're thinking about it. And allowing yourself to feel whatever it is that you're feeling. If it's anxiety, if it's depression, if it's frustration, if it's anger, just allow yourself to feel it emotions and thoughts again i will say it are visitors they are not here to stay and then once you allow them to come and go you'll experience more happiness you'll be able to expand on those moments of peace it's 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 right it's you got to look at it paradoxically like the more that you allow and almost lean into the discomfort of these emotions the less time that they will spend around Right, and so it's just it's so interesting when you look at it like that. It's such a powerful paradox when you lean into and accept uncomfortable thoughts and feelings. All right, so focus on that. Communicate about it more. Allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you're feeling, and never feel guilty about taking care of yourself. All right, that's it for this uh, for this episode. I'm sure we'll touch more on this and more episodes in the future. And uh, again, it's something that's super important, super near dear to my heart, uh, and I definitely want to. Continue down this road, and, and you know, uh, talk about things—more uh, things—that I'm continuing to learn about mental health, the things that I'm continuing to learn about feelings and emotions, um, and and being able to share it, and again, communicate. Take care.